Welcome to Healthy by Choice, a broadcast designed to bring powerful healing into your life today. Gaining and maintaining optimum health is possible at any age. That's what thousands are learning at CHIP, the complete health improvement program offered across the country and around the world. You can learn more at chiphealth.com. But now, get ready to enjoy some proven results and priceless benefits. I'm your Healthy by Choice host, Charles Mills. Three major studies are questioning the benefits of taking extra calcium supplements for good health. On the other hand, we've all been told that unless we get our three glasses of milk each and every day, we may not be ingesting the recommended amount of calcium and our bones may suffer. As a matter of fact, we may be falling apart. Where do we find the answers? Where do we find truth? Here to help us search is Dr. Hans Deal, founder of the Complete Health Improvement Program. Dr. Deal, what do we need to know? Yeah, this is a very um, difficult, in some ways, subject to handle because in some ways you have a very common uh, impression out there in the community that you've got to have three glasses of milk, you've got to eat your cheese, you have to eat your ice cream in order to have strong bones. Mm -hmm. That's the common impression. Now, on the other hand, the data doesn't really suggest that. Those three studies that you just mentioned, uh, that just came out in the last two years, here's what they say. American researchers found in the what they call the National Institutes of Health AARP study, what they did, they tracked 388,000 Americans for 12 years. And here's what they found. They found that the men who were taking at least 1,000 milligrams of calcium supplement, you know, this uh, calcium pills, right. uh-huh. actually had 20% more, more death from heart disease more. Okay. All when right. compared to those people who didn't take any supplements. So in that study, there was a slight increase in dying from heart disease in people who took 1,000 milligrams or more of calcium supplements. So just that's just the American study, right? Yes. Now, you mentioned three studies. The second study takes us to Germany. Here, uh, German researchers followed 24,000 men and women for 11 years. And what they looked at was, again, the fact that these people were taking supplements, and they wanted to compare it to people who didn't take supplements at all. Mm -hmm. And they found that those who took the calcium supplements had twice as many heart attacks than those who took none. My. Okay. Now, you know, heart disease, heart attack has to do with atherosclerosis, right? Yes, yes. It has to do with the narrowing of the arteries. Yes, yes. And the narrowing of the arteries has to do with a buildup of cholesterol, fat, and calcium, calcium. which causes a stiffening Mm -hmm. of the arteries. They lose their flexibility. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if there is more calcium coming into the system, which may perhaps find its place into the inside of the artery wall, you, it makes sense that possibly an excessive amount of calcium could perhaps contribute to, you know, this significant increase, a doubling of heart attacks in this German study. Then you have a third study uh, just came out. Uh, here you have now Swedish researchers and they're following 61,000 women 
for 19 years. I mean, these are substantial studies, right? This is not just yes. looking at some 15 rats. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, this is looking at 61,000 women for 19 years, and they were taking at least 1,400 milligrams of calcium. I mean, this is a lot of calcium they were taking in, right? Mm -hmm, right, yes. And what happened here? They found that uh, among those women that took the 1,400 milligrams of calcium supplementation, that two and a half times more deaths than those who took six standard to 1,000 milligrams of calcium supplementation. So the excessive amount, the, the going to the 1,400 plus milligrams of calcium supplementation had two and a half times more deaths than those who took less than 1,000 milligrams. And, you know, that's what we recommend. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody is saying that we ought to have at least 1,000 milligrams for women up to 50 years of age. And if they're over 50 years of age, mm -hmm. we actually recommend it should be perhaps 1,200 mm -hmm. milligrams of calcium, right? And you cannot get 1,200 milligrams of calcium by just eating regular mm -hmm. food unless you really push milk. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you have about 300 milligrams of uh, calcium in a glass of milk. So if you uh, are really recommended to take 1,200 milligrams of calcium a day and you take two or three glasses of milk, that only gives you 900 milligrams of, of calcium. So they say, well, you've got a supplement. Yeah. And if you don't use milk at all, you usually get about 300 to 500 milligrams from regular food like plant foods such as uh, beans and grains and so on and so forth. Right? So, uh, you know, if you are really following, should, shall we say, a plant-based diet, a vegetarian diet, you know, that means that you have to take even more of these uh, calcium supplements. And these three studies are now putting a, a red light on this whole thing. Absolutely. Hey, watch it. Absolutely. Hold uh, we have to take a look at this here. Actually, it could cause more harm than good. And so the people are confused. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them for being confused because, you know, we're told one thing for our bones, but what we do for our bones is causing problems with our hearts. And I'm thinking, Dr. Deal, of something that uh, T. Colin Campbell said on this program not too long ago, that there is a real problem when we start isolating, isolating different nutrients mm -hmm. and using them for tools to try to heal one thing. And he said that that is a dangerous thing because it can cause problems in other areas. And these studies are certainly bringing that out. Well, yes, you know, and I tell you, Dr. Campbell, as a world authority in the area of nutrition, yes. I think uh, has pointed this out very, very, very correctly, very much in terms of what my thinking has been yes. in that. And he uses this word, and I love this word. He talks about we need to have a symphony mm -hmm. of nutrients, mm -hmm. not just some isolated nutrients. And the symphony of nutrients should come from foods as they come to us in nature. Mm. That's totally different from isolating something and thinking that this supplementation will solve all my problems. In other words, calcium pills are not growing on a bush someplace. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so yes, so that's we're, right. we're doing something here that Dr. Campbell and, and, and Dr. Deal both have been saying for many, many years is maybe not a good idea, but finally we have scientific evidence that by taking calcium and isolating it, taking it away from the source and then putting it in these concentrated forms mm. is causing a real issue. It is causing death in some cases. Am I on the right track here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could. It could. It, it raises the whole issue of excessive harm that could be done. But, you know, if a person really wanted to join the bandwagon 
of getting away from animal products, and that means also getting away from dairy products, right? right? I mean, right. there's a yes. real yes. push there nowadays because yes. people are concerned about the cholesterol issue. They're concerned about the excessive weight that comes with animal products, right? I mean, for instance, meat is high in fat and calories, yes, right? Yes, and also there are people that are concerned about ecological issues, and even there's a growing uh, segment, especially among the younger people, that are very concerned about the ethics of um, all this animal suffering in that we're killing one million animals an hour oh. in our society. Oh. So, you know, if, if a person is really interested in getting onto the bandwagon of maybe getting away from animal products, then the first question always comes to us. And there's a, these questions come from us from family members and from friends and even from doctors. And they say, well, wait a minute. If you cut back on animal products, if you cut back on milk products, if you don't have the cheese and, and the ice cream and, and, and the milk, how are you going to get your calcium? <laughs> well, that's a good question. And, and I want to ask you the very same thing, Dr. Deal, because I have a sneaking suspicion that you are onto something here and you want to share it with us. Where do we get our calcium when we cut all that stuff out? First, we have to probably ask the question, now, how is it that there is such a sense of um, uh, we need to have large amounts of calcium yeah. to be healthy. Where did that come from? Yes. Where, did that Where does come it come from? from? And I think we have to recognize that we have all grown up. We have all become educated about proper nutrition. By whom? By the advertisers, the food industry. Yeah. I mean, you go into a classroom and you have boards there uh, advertising, be sure you get your meat, your protein three times a day, be sure you get your milk every day. And, you know, the leaders in this diet schooling is really the dairy industry. I mean, I was just reading that they're spending 200, over $200 million a year to educate not only the kids, but also the American public. Unless you get your three glasses of milk, mm-hmm. unless you get your cheese, unless you get your ice cream, you're going to fall apart. Yes. And unfortunately, government agencies also seem to be supporting this idea that you need to have about 1,000 to 1,200 milligrams of calcium. And yet, most populations around the world take in 200, 300, 400, 500 milligrams of calcium, and they have no, no problems with bone trouble or jaw problems or teeth problems, you know, which we always seem to associate with getting not enough calcium into our system. Well, now, let me stop you right here, Dr. Deal. Are you telling us that an industry has for many years been telling us one thing and they know about it or are they as ignorant about it as we are? Do they really believe that we need this calcium and where did that idea come up in their brains if it's true? Do they preach what they believe or are they telling us a lie and knowing it? Well, you know, these are pretty um, consequential Questions. Well, of course, but what they're doing is very consequential as well. Take a look at the tobacco industry. They have known for years and years and years that uh, there were substances in their cigarettes that were doing harm, causing cancer. What did they do about it? Did they have a social conscience? (laughs) Well, not really, right? So now the question is, uh, what about the dairy industry? Well, you know, what's very interesting is the dairy has funded more than 50 studies, and they know the results. And uh, even though uh, the fact that they have funded the research, which can have a subtle influence on how the research then is being structured and reported, right? Yeah, absolutely. Even so, you know, they know that for many of these studies, 
that indeed the recommendation of having your three glasses of milk, eating your cheese and dairy and so on and ice cream uh, is doing harm. I have to believe that they know that this is true. All but right, the right. message is a different one, right? The message is get your three glasses of milk, and if you don't, you're going to be in trouble. Okay, now you're making me mad, Dr. Deal. If we are being duped <laughs> in such a, such a large way, we are being duped, what can we do about it? I have a suspicion that what we have to do about it is a private thing. We need to bypass all of this untruth by simply following the truth that we know to be true. And we'll have some motivation for that and some more information that will help us along that journey when we come back from our break. So more with Dr. Hans Deal in a moment, so stay right where you are. Well, I was about 50, a little over 50, and I had been obese for about 30 years and weighed about 80 pounds over my wedding day weight. I just, you know, felt tired all the time, didn't have a lot of motivation for doing much of anything. I knew I needed to lose the weight, and I needed a program that I could do easily and for the rest of my life. When I found out about CHIP, I began to apply the principles that that uh, were taught, I began to lose weight. The weight just melted off, and within a short time, I was feeling a whole lot better. I was able to fit back into my wedding dress uh, for my 35th wedding anniversary, something I had always dreamed of and didn't think I'd ever be able to do again. And as I was walking one day, I had so much energy that I just felt like bursting into a run, which I hadn't done for many years. On top of that, I was able to play with my grandson in the, in the park, and I wasn't getting sick anymore like I used to. Chip just gave me my life back, and it's a lifestyle that I can do for the rest of my life. For more information about Chip and how it can transform your life, go to chiphealth.com. Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Charles Mills. We're here with Dr. Hans Deal, founder of the Complete Health Improvement Program. We're talking about calcium today. And Dr. Deal, got a question for you. Where does calcium come from? And for instance, how does an elephant or a rhinoceros get calcium? Do they stop by the local Denny's and ask for a nice, tall, dark <laughs> glass of milk for their calcium intake? <laughs> they need more than three glasses. They need, they? they need a bunch, yes, yes. Well, you know, actually, the calcium comes from the ground. It comes from the soil. Mm. You know, the plants then absorb the calcium in the soil through their roots and then incorporate uh, the calcium into their roots, their uh, leaves, their flowers and fruits. And then the animals then eat the plant parts to obtain the calcium and other essential minerals. That's, you know, how elephants and giraffes <laughs> and, uh, and, and cows actually yes, yes. build their massive skeletons. And look, we are basically relatively small boned, right, in contrast to these animals. Yes. Well, how did this idea ever start that we need to go to some other animal species hmm. after being weaned from mother's milk, and then we now have to go to another kind of an animal to get milk to stay healthy? Where did this ever come from? Well, it has to do with marketing. I mean, just think about that for a minute. Uh, if you wouldn't have these nicely packaged dairy products, right, like the cheese and the milk, right, comes in cartons. Mm -hmm. If we would have to go, like in the old days, we would have none of these nicely packaged milk supplies available to us. And we would have, 
in order to have strong bones, we have to go out in the meadow. We have to find a cow. Find a cow. You know, we have to have, yeah, we, we have to find three for helpers to tie this cow down. Then we go underneath uh, the cow and we have these, you know, what, what do you call these things? You, you, Those are the udders, the udders down there, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you lean underneath this thing and you know, wait, 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 I have only one cup. I need two more, you know, <laughs> otherwise I'm going to fall apart. I mean, this is so ridiculous. But now you see with the industrialization, and the marketing and the packaging of milk, it has become very easy in the last 70 to 100 years to really make this a big sales thing. And uh, I'm really afraid that we're consuming milk the way we do and eat the cheese that we do because of the marketing efforts of an industry. And it's so easy to do so. I mean, if we really want to understand this whole thing, I think we have to talk a little bit about the calcium balance. Mm. You know, there's a calcium balance in the body. If you have more calcium coming in than going out, that calcium is being deposited in the bone bank, so you have strong bones. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what calcium does. Yeah. It builds strong bones. Now, if you have more calcium leaving the body, mm-hmm. especially through the urinary route, mm-hmm. and you don't have enough coming in, then you are in a negative calcium balance. And what is happening now is the bones now, mm-hmm. which contain 99% of all the calcium in the body, that's the calcium bank. The bones now have to release calcium so that the body's calcium in circulation, the calcium balance is right there in, in, in properly balanced. So this is a very, very important concept, the calcium balance concept. So I want to make that clear. If we have more calcium leaving the body than coming in, we're going into negative calcium balance, and now we have to leach calcium from the bones, and thus they become weakened. And here are the two robbers of calcium from the bones, Mm -hmm. two of them. Mm -hmm. There are several, but the two prominent ones are the amount of animal protein and the amount of salt. Hmm. And you know, Hmm. we're probably taking 10 times more salt than the body needs, right? Absolutely. And animal protein, you know, in the old days, we would get a small portion of our protein from animal sources. Now it's 70% of our protein comes from animal products. And what these animal proteins do they cause an acidification. Now, that's a fancy word. They talk about uh, metabolic acidosis. That's another fancy word. It means that somehow the blood becomes more acidic, and to buffer this, to neutralize the acid, which is kind of dangerous to the body, the kidneys can usually handle that very, very well. But if you abuse the kidneys for 20, 30, 40 years, they no longer function as well, and now the bones have to release carbon carbonate, which is the buffering agent. It's the calcium that's coming out of the bones to neutralize the acid level in the blood. And that's, again, how probably we can promote osteoporosis on a Western diet, which is very high in these calcium robbers, such as animal protein and salt. Here's a major study that was actually funded by the dairy industry. And here's what they showed that women who received extra milk, like three glasses of skimmed milk every day for a whole year, Uh actually lost more bone than those women who didn't drink the extra milk. And the authors then wrote in the scientific article, the protein content of the extra milk may have had a negative effect on calcium balance, Hmm. possibly 
through an increase in kidney losses of calcium. You know, what it really did, when you added those uh, extra three glasses of skim milk, you added actually 30% more to the protein consumption and obviously uh, animal protein at that. Mm -hmm. And so what this study then uh, suggested was that the protein in milk may actually damage the bones and hurt the bones, My. even though the milk is high in calcium. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of discussion about this whole issue of metabolic acidosis. Mm -hmm. uh, it's probably uh, very, very complex. Uh, but in general, I think we can uh, state that animal protein does not really help the body to have strong bones. Now, we have to assume, and we bring it out on this program often, that the body is not a dumb machine. The body is doing something for a reason. Everything the body does is for a reason. What are some of the processes that we need to realize that the body is going through as we are introducing these things to the body? How intelligent is our body? Yeah, amazingly so. You know, to accomplish the calcium balance in the body, there are three major organ systems involved, mm -hmm. the gastrointestinal tract, the intestines, the bones, and the kidneys. You know, these three organs are precise and very efficient at regulating the amount that circulates of the calcium in our bodies. Mm -hmm. Now, if our diet, for instance, is relatively low in calcium, right, yeah. then the cells in the intestinal tract will increase the absorption rate of the calcium from the food so that maximum food comes in and then the kidneys will also increase its conservation of the body's calcium. So this is very, 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 very stunning. Yes. On the other hand, if you take in plenty of calcium, you take in perhaps too much calcium through food and supplements, for instance, mm -hmm. then the intestinal cells will act with their innate intelligence to reduce the absorption of the calcium, and the kidneys will actually eliminate any excess calcium. So here you see how the body is trying to do its very, very best to regulate itself. And apparently part of that elimination is to store it in our arteries, is that right? That's exactly right. You see, if the body wouldn't try to do this, and it does it fairly well, yeah. until after many, many years it becomes weakened because of the abuse, if it wasn't able to do this, then the influx of excess calcium actually, and there we go now to those three studies that we right, talked about at the right, beginning, right. they would actually, by necessity, number one, de would deposit themselves into the arterial walls, oh, which would cause a stiffening and narrowing of the arteries, like in the coronary arteries and the aorta. And number two, it would also affect the kidneys. And three, it would also affect our muscles and uh, also the skin, which means then mm. that uh, calcium would be deposited into our muscles, into our skin, and actually develop, you know, in the kidneys, kidney stones. And all of this then can contribute to disease and premature death. And calcium in the muscles and in the skin, that's not where it belongs. We weren't made to store this stuff in our muscles and our skin, am I right? Yeah, it's certainly not in the arteries, yeah, right? I absolutely. think we ever have yeah. so much atherosclerosis. You know, on the other hand, let me mention this to you. When you look around the populations in the world, you find that billions of people don't drink any, they can't use dairy without getting into gastrointestinal right, right, distress, right, 
Okay, right. they don't use dairy products, and these people are doing very, very well. As a matter of fact, the countries with the highest consumption of dairy have the highest rates of osteoporosis. That is something that so many people are missing. They they say, well, you know, yeah. the, the advertisers say this, but oh, well, let's forget about that yeah. entire country that doesn't have osteoporosis right. in there that doesn't drink milk yeah and and let me go and take you to africa to the bantus there are millions of bantus there in africa and you know these africans have been studied very very carefully and the women use about 300 milligrams of calcium and our society we say 1200 yes, right for women yes, over yes. 50 now here the bantus are 300 350 milligrams a day and they give birth to five to ten children right? Mm -hmm. Which means you need more calcium when you do this, but there's no evidence at all that there's any problem with bones or teeth. Mm -hmm. And here's my point. The World Health Organization for years said you don't need more than 500 milligrams of calcium a day, and they said that's building in enough tolerance for variability between different countries. But then, more recently, in the last two or three years, they said, well, maybe you should up it to 1,000. Why? Because they needed to now include the Western societies. Yes. That's where you have, quotes, quotes, these calcium robbers. That's where you have a lot of animal protein. That's where you have a lot of salt. That's where you don't do exercise. That's where you have smoking, which takes calcium out of the uh, system too. Right. You see, what we need to do, instead of pumping more calcium into the system, which then oftentimes finds its way into the arteries and into the kidneys and so on, what we need to do is remove the need for more calcium, and that is the animal protein, the salt. We should do something about smoking. We should do something about exercise. These are the kind of things I think that we need to do. Then we wouldn't have that large need for the unnaturally high levels of calcium in our Western society. Mm -hmm. I sort of like to summarize that now. You know, there are billions of people in the world that grow normal adult skeletons without consuming any cow's milk yeah. or eating any cheese yeah. or any dairy products like ice cream, or they don't take any calcium supplements. They're doing very, very well. I mentioned to you the Bantus, yes. 300 milligrams a day, doing fine, giving birth to five to 10 children. Yeah. And so I think all of this should give us some reassurance of the adequacy of a whole foods diet that is largely plant-based. So if people want to let go of milk because there are problems related with milk, I think we should be feeling reassured from these global studies as well as the studies that we just now went through, that we don't have to be really that concerned about this. If people want to switch to a more whole food, plant-based diet, where they eat more fruits, more vegetables, more whole grains and legumes, they should not have to worry about the question, and where are you going to get your calcium mm, from, right? Right, absolutely. And tragically, that question comes to people not only from well-meaning friends and family members, but also from physicians mm -hmm. and the U.S. Department of Agriculture mm -hmm. and, of course, <laughs> the dairy industry, which has a has an interest in perpetuating this kind of a myth, right? Yep. And so I think the scientific evidence, at least to me, is pretty clear. There should be no concern about getting sufficient calcium intakes, especially if the diet is low in animal proteins and salt. If we get enough exercise, we do something about smoking. Uh, these are the kind of things that I think uh, will help us to get by with much less calcium than is recommended here in Western society and which is more in line with what the rest of the world is really consuming. 
Okay, well, now you know, listener, you have heard it here, and you've seen the scientific evidence to back it up. You know what you need to do now. And if you need some help in doing that, well, we have some help available as well. www.chiphealth.com is a website you can visit where you can get more information about these and other topics when it comes to your health and the health of your family. Also, you can find out if a CHIP program might be coming into your area. That's all on chiphealth.com. CHIP is there to educate you and to move you along in these CHIP programs that they give throughout the country and throughout the world are there to uh, help you along that way with guidance and friendship right along with it. ChipHealth.com. Until next time, this is Charles Mills along with my good friend, Dr. Hans Deal, inviting you to be healthy by choice. Goodbye, everyone. If you'd like more information about Healthy by Choice, call Three Angels Broadcasting Network at 618-627-4651. You can also email us through our website at 3abn.org.